And we're going, we don't need roads. Predator, sorry. Yeah, man, that's a real predator. <laughs> hey, wait, wait, hang on, wait. what? Those are fighting words. Uh, <laughs> oh, but no, sorry, we are talking about the predator. We're here to review the predator, everyone. The predator, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen it, pause, rush out, go see it, come back, listen to this. Yeah, so what we're going to do from the top, uh, from the very top, is give a 30-second review on what we thought, and then we're going straight into spoiler territory. Yes. Because uh, there's a lot to dissect in this film, and, and I think we need to just get there. Yeah, we can't tread lightly around it, otherwise we'll just be jibber-jabbering, much like mm. what's happening right for me right now. I like the jibber-jabber. <laughs> well, <let's> mo- <laughs> I like a jibber-jabber. <laughs> let's move on then. So my thoughts on the film uh, was, um, well, let's talk about the film very quickly. So it was written and directed by Shane Black. Yes. People will know him as a writer, such as uh, films such as Lethal Weapon 1, 2, 3, and 4. Yes. He also wrote The Last Boy Scout. Yep. With uh, Bruce Willis, which was sensational. He also wrote Long Kiss Goodnight. I mean, these are great. That's right. Long great Kiss Goodnight. Kind of yeah. early ni- late 80s, early 90s actioners. Little Sam. Um, Yes, L- Samuel, Jack yeah. action and Gina. His first directorial debut was Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kimmel, which was a sensational movie. Yeah. If you guys haven't seen that film, go out and watch that now. It's a real sleeper. Okay, I will. Yeah. It's, oh, you haven't seen it? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> I know. I've had opportunities, but, you know, I don't want to go too far off topic. Mm. I will put it aside and watch it. Then he had a little break and then he went and directed uh, Iron Man 3, which has issues, however, pretty good entry. And then uh, the Nice Guys with Ryan um, Ryan Gosling and Russell Crowe, yeah, which yeah. was good. And now the Predator, and now the Predator, the Predator, yeah, exactly. which is uh, officially the the very next sequel um, or follow on after the Arnold Schwarzenegger entry of Predator. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that they're makes ignoring sense. Predator Two, uh, uh, Predators. AVP and AVP2. Requiem, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is Alien vs. Predator. Right, so before we go any further, what did you think? Uh, I uh, originally walked out thinking uh, a little bit of a mess. Yep. Um, but I did say, as we did on our social media, that I wanted to think about it a lot more, and it has grown on me in that time. So I'm now currently sitting... What, like a fungus or...? Uh, I know currently, oh, by the way, my neighbors have just started uh, weed whacking or whippersnippering. Uh, so you might hear a little bit of um, zzz like this. We might have to make a few get to the chopper jokes. Yeah. They're chopping down the jungle. <laughs> that is the best accent I've heard today. Oh, I'm not Schwarzenegger. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. Wait, yeah, you, you set me up to fail here. Uh, I know you. I know you too well. Uh, no, but okay. So I, I thought I was happy with it. Um, will I recommend it to other people? Yes, I will. I would actually say go and watch it, take a chance. Okay. Uh, did I want more substance from the movie? Yes. 
Okay. But I still think it was good enough to recommend to people. They're all fair and reasonable comments. Thank you. My comments are, I thought this was a fun and somewhat entertaining film that really ends up being a bit of a mess, and which you kind of mentioned as well. Uh, am I interested in seeing it again? Probably not. Uh, and my recommendation to you guys is probably, um, unless you're a real hardcore Predator fan, which we will speak to someone who is later on, um, I would wait for home entertainment, to be honest. Okay, yeah. And I, look, I can completely understand that. I really want to get down and dirty with this, want to go straight into spoiler territories because I want to... Yes. I want to work out what has happened with this film. Yeah. Well, uh, just before we do that, uh, the, the great thing about that little review and my little review there is that if you go onto any of the, um, the websites that people would use, you know, the um, Rotten Tomatoes or Tomatoes, tomatoes. Um, <laughs> or uh, IMDb or wherever anyone rates things like that, you will find that it is almost split between fans, like audience you know, critics are slightly down on a sort of 30% mark. Yeah, which you could, could kind of expect from a film like this. Yeah, but yeah. that's great because that, that's how you and I kind of feel about it. We're yeah. both in a similar situation. We're just looking at it from different angles, I guess. Yeah, sure. Uh, all right, let's, let's head into spoiler territory right now. <laughs> If you're listening to this, please, and you haven't seen the film and you want to watch the film, please uh, turn off and come back after you've seen the film. Uh, otherwise, you're about to learn things about the film that you may not want to know. Like, uh, like, <laughs> has the alarm gone? Can we talk? The alarm's gone. You can the go alarm's ahead. gone? Yeah. Have you put the alarm in on post? <laughs> I have. On in post, Yeah. <laughs> So let's go through the cast very quickly because this will start some spoilers, right? Yeah. So Boyd Holbrook, he's our hero. Yeah, and he is from some Netflix show, isn't he? Sure. But he's most known for uh, the bad guy in Logan, in the very terrific um, Logan, Wolverine Logan, a couple of years ago, two years ago. He was a bad guy in that. Quite a good presence. I liked it. He had the um, kind of robotic arm. See, it's funny you say that because I don't remember him in that. Had right. no idea he was in that. Okay. I, I know him from Narcos. Narcos, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. was like, for me, it was huge. I liked him in Narcos. I loved him in yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. Um, the also fantastic young Jacob Tremblay. Who, I've seen it. Who is in, um, he's in Room and Wonder. So he plays the autistic uh, on the spectrum kid. Um which I have some issues with, but his acting, his acting was, uh, his acting was fine. Yeah. Agree? Yeah, definitely. It was just funny the way I, I reacted to it when you said the fantastic Jacob Tremblay and I said, I haven't seen That's that. That's a movie? I've only, I've only watched the fantastic Mr. Fox. <laughs> and then you went on to say the films. I was like, oh, I oh, got that wrong. Yeah, I, I saw you went there actually. Get him to the chopper. Yeah. Um, yeah. And... And Keegan-Michael Key. Yeah. So Keegan is uh, one half of uh, Key and Peele, the comedians, and he is the comic relief in this film. And he's very funny. I, I like uh, Keegan. Thomas Jane, who we'll all know as the Punisher, he's in this film as well, and he's in it as the comic relief guy. <laughs> 
Trevor Rhodes is in this film as well, and Trevor plays uh, well. Hey, guess what? He's the comic relief in this film. No, yeah. <laughs> so here's one of my issues. <laughs> I get having a comic relief dude in or female, whatever, in an action film, just to lighten the moment here and there. Yep. I get that. We have a a tribe of ex soldiers who have I don't know been let out of some crazy farm. Um, on this bus and they are all the comic relief in this film which means this film is full of gags left right and center but i mean have you not have you not seen lethal weapon lethal weapon 2 lethal weapon 3 yeah and lethal weapon 4 lethal weapon 4 yeah of course i love those films but you could arguably say that all of those roles besides possibly murtaugh's wife a comic yeah. relief. Sure. But we're not watching Lethal Weapon 1 or Lethal Weapon 2 or Lethal Weapon 3 or even Lethal Weapon 4. We are watching Predator, the most fierce hunter in the history of the universe. Written by the guy who wrote Lethal Weapon 1, <laughs> Lethal Weapon 2, <laughs> Lethal Weapon 3, Lethal Weapon 4. All right. Uh, uh, has he not seen Predator, Predator 2? <laughs> okay, we'll stop with that. Stop with those. But I, no, I get what you're you're saying. Uh, but I just feel that like you go to someone like that, like him, who has a distinct writing style. Last Action Hero was yep. you know another great version, because you want something or his you know look at it. Um, you go to Michael Bay <laughs> if you want the pew 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 <laughs> type of films, right? You're not going to him for a drama and then complaining about it later. That. I found Robert Rodriguez's Predators a fairly decent entry. Yes. You know, it was hard R. It was um, serious. You know, it was the hunt. This had none of that. Hardly had any hunt, although they referenced the hunt in the film probably 18 times. Um, and it has a lot of comedy in it. And here's, the, here's my problem. Mm -hmm. The comedy doesn't always work. The comedy falls flat and in a point of being uncomfortable while watching it because it's not quite right for the film, the balance or the tone. I've yeah. got a reason for this. I don't know what? if you heard lately. What? That he actually wrote the script for this between Lethal Weapon 3 and 4. There was a big gap there. And he set it in the future. Okay. And it's only just being made now and they, wrote, they used the exact same jokes that he wrote in the 80s to early 90s. Right. Okay. I didn't know that. It's not true. Oh. I just said that. But that's how it feels to me. Yeah. Is that yeah. <laughs> is that how he did it? But you you were sort of going, okay, well, maybe that... Oh, no, Ooh. I was about to smash it. <laughs> but that, no, it makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you, you would almost... You would never... Like, for you, you would never forgive it, I know. But it would almost make more sense as to how the film turned out, I believe. Yeah. If it was something that was written in his Lethal It's Weapon a justification, years. yeah. Yeah. So for me, some of the comedy actually really works. And it's quite funny. Yeah. And some of it's laugh out loud. Some of it's real um, kind of cheap and nasty and vulgar. And some of it falls flat on its face. And the whole point of all of this conversation is there's a lot of attempt at comedy. And I'm not going to Predator to have a laugh. I'm going to Predator. I want, I want to have fun. Uh, okay. I'm going to Predator to, to be, you know, like the last, the first film, Predator, that whole film, the whole 110 minutes or whatever, is all about some um, Navy SEALs or wherever they are going into a jungle and the hunt is on for literally an hour and a half yeah. with one predator. 
We want Predator and, and a few laughs, some evil laughs. Yeah, they were situational laughs, I think. You know, they were... I ain't got time to bleed. They were organic. Or they became funny. famous lines later on. Yeah, you know it, was, I mean? it was because it's funny. Mm. Not as funny as they were trying to be in The Predator. <laughs> yeah, <Grand>. yeah. <laughs> like, for example, um, uh. they used... Two two lines from that original film. They they say, "Let's get to the chopper." Yeah, and you're one ugly motherfucker, and they are so grating. Oh, they were like handbrake. They were not delivered well. No, you know, and that to me is just forced and, and unnecessary, and it removes me from the film. Yeah, that kind of stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, now I want to move on. Well, sorry, did you want to talk about the comedy anymore? Or no, no, because I, I do agree with you. Like there were, they attempted to do a lot of comedy and. For parts of it, if that was the film and it was just a, a comedic film, it would have worked really well because a lot of it was funny. Yeah. But when it wasn't funny, it really fell flat. So Shane Black's got to tread carefully here. So he picks up the other property of Iron Man and he does Iron Man 3, which for me is a fast-paced thrill ride of a film. But he messed with one thing and that was the villain in that, which was a Mandarin. And that was a comic relief. It was a punchline. So you set him up as the worst terrorist in the history of the world, and based on the comics, he is. But then they turn around and make him an actor, if you remember, and they, he's, it's, a com- it's actually a laugh-out-loud scene. But he's taken license off that film and made one of what is one of the badass character villains in, in the comic and made him a joke. Mm-hmm. Now, while watching that for the first time, you're like, oh, ha-ha, that's funny and different. In second and third watches, you're like, hang on, you've just stuffed up the Mandarin, you know what I mean? Now, like this one here, you've got the pre- he's taken the Predator license and he's moved it into another direction, uh, which none of them preceding have ever gone before. And he's taken license and made it action comedy, which I know is in his wheelhouse. And he's done that in the past very, very, very well. But for me, not this one. Okay. But, you know, I don't mind them trying these things because you've got to think of things like Thor Ragnarok. If yeah. they didn't allow, you know, Tiger Waititi to, to do that. But Thor, Thor always had the fish out of water humour going, even in number one. Not like Thor. Not, I know not like they turned not up like to that, 10. Yeah. No, no, but it's part of his character was always fish out of water humour. But that's where we're saying. So I would argue that the first film closely resembles what this one was. Hey, sorry, you're talking about Predator versus The Predator. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I love that film because of the fact that I had laughs in it. Wasn't as much as this one, but it's in the same wheelhouse. This guy just turned it up a bit more. But he took himself dead serious. Like you said with Thor versus Ragnarok, I can see the leaps and then I can see the comparison between Predator with Schwarzenegger and with this guy from Narcos. Nah. Predator took itself seriously and had some... It did. Situational humour, which became apparent later on after second viewings and that, right? In my opinion. Pre- uh, what's, the Predator is doesn't take itself seriously. It doesn't. Everything that you uh, say about Thor and that comes straight across to these films for me. Like I go, oh, yeah, that makes, straight, makes sense. That's what I'm saying. So this is why I find it amazing because these are the reviews that we see online. 
Yeah, people are, people are like A and, and the other person's Z and no one can meet down around sort of LMNOP. It just it just doesn't happen because Jason's looking at me like now like you are crazy. No, no, no. But there lies the problem yeah. is the tone of the film sure. is all over the place yep. and a mess. And, and we agree that it's messy. And some people yeah. are okay with that and forgive the messiness and just look for the humour or whatever it might be. And other people go, what have you done to one of my favourite properties of all time? Yeah. Which is kind of more me, right? Yeah. That's where I'm lying. You know? yeah, um, yeah. Anyway, um, okay, so the humor is an issue. Sorry, yeah. the humor is an issue. Whether yeah. you're for or against, there's obviously a, a great divide, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. My other biggest problem with this film is um, other than, or oh, there is another, there's a couple of big problems. <laughs> yeah. But another one for me was Olivia Munn's character. Uh, now, yeah. she, she plays um, a science teacher who happens to be dragged into this world and she knows all about uh, She's a professor and, or something, isn't she? Yeah. yeah that's all, you know. And um, and then, but she's also like, yeah, professor, science teacher who also becomes a superhero. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that, you know, I'm not, nothing against professors. They might be able to kick ass. I'm sure they... Have you not met can. Indiana Jones? Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't actually. <laughs> okay. That's a good answer. Yeah. But yeah, Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> David Spielberg could do anything, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate for you today. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> Throwing you off the um, rails. Yeah, no, what I had, a, you know, okay, so it's Olivia Munn playing the, the, the smarts, and I'm okay yeah. with that. Um, but then she becomes the action hero at the end of the film, and I'm, I, I just didn't sit right with me. Because yeah. at not one point, well, I guess she was running and jumping in the first part as well, but I don't know. Not one iota of her character made sense to me. Or believable, yeah. And it wasn't her, it's not her fault, it's not Olivia Munn's no, fault. No, 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 no. It is just, it, it feels like a badly written character. Character, yeah, I yeah. agree. Um, the other issue I had was the, um, believe it or not, this was an $88 million film, but for me, the FX, the special effects were really hit and miss. Like I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm a little bit more of a FX diva than most, right? So I'm looking for things because I'm interested in that world. So I'm looking for things if they com completely convince me or they don't, you know. Yeah. Uh, and there were uh, times where they were using special FX um, that didn't look great at all. Yeah, I, I quite liked the stuff with the predators on the ground in Earth, and that that that, that was fine. Yeah. The dogs were a bit off for yep, me. Dogs were definitely and off. And definitely um, spaceships flying. And anything on there moving quickly, that was a bit weird. Yeah. Um, when, when I watched the film, I thought, okay, well, maybe this film was done, shot for 40 million or something. That to me made sense. Yeah. That it looked like a $40 million film, honestly. Yeah. So when I learned it was a $90 million film, <laughs> I went, oh. And now, I, I, look, having said all that, we are very, very spoiled with Marvel. Yes. But they are spending $200 plus million on these, their films. And they have every, all their kind of engineering effects built into their house, you know? Yeah. So they just got to replicate that. To, you know, so they, they have advantages, but we yeah. are spoiled. And they are near perfect these days. Yeah, especially with Captain Marvel coming up and all the facial uh, things they're doing um, with keeping Sam Jackson look young. So yeah. the whole film, or most of the actors that are in today's films, are going to have oh, different yeah, faces on them. It's in the 80s. Yeah? It's in the no, 80s. No, 80s or 90s? 90s, yeah. Uh, 90s, sorry. 90s, yeah, Wonder Woman's yeah, 80s, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, and they, all, they almost got that 100% right with um, Robert Downey Jr. in um, the flashback scene in what movie was that? Uh, Spider-Man? Homecoming, maybe? Oh, uh, right, yeah, I think it's Spider-Man. One of those. Yeah. And they flash back to when he was, you know, 20-something and, and it looked 
pretty good, almost perfect. Yeah. Not quite, but it was and very I think close. By, by the time they're doing a whole film like this, they'll have yeah. it. They'll have it done. So yeah. the effects to me were not; they were substandard. They really were. Yeah. Um, now that doesn't mean the average person will watch this film and probably won't notice a thing, and that's fine. You know, that's that's the good news. Yeah. The bad news is that purists like me are just are just annoys the shit out of me, and it removes me from the film again. Another thing that removes me from the film, you know. Yeah. Uh, the those were things that bothered me at the time, mm. and yeah, probably removed me a little bit. But after thinking about it and reading other reviews as well, uh, I've come to see where he was coming from making this, okay, and what he was going for. Which was he was going for like an eighties monster type film, which okay. is why that the whole high schools and things like that, and that his excuse for the special effects and things like that is because that's he wanted to make a sort of you know eighties monster movie, um, and it, it, you know that kind of makes sense. Makes a little bit of sense, but I think it's a I think it's a cop out. What do you what do you think when you uh, hear this, Sean? <laughs> I just think Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> it's right, that. So we get the point, right? It's that. It's not the. It's the. So, I, within the first couple of minutes of this film, you hear that iconic score from the 1987 version of Predator, and I was like, yes, I was so happy. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, they're really paying tribute to the original. I'm loving this already. And just hearing that score is, is amazing. It just puts you right back in there, which is great. That's all complimentary. Intermixed with this iconic score from 1987 is this modern adventure kind of Sherlock Holmesy meets, you know, I don't know, um, Pirates of the Caribbean adventure swashbuckling score. Yeah. It's intermixed. I don't know if you noticed this or not. Yeah. It was like, so it's like, dun, 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 dun. and then when the action is coming, it's like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and I'm like, hang on, what? It's 80s, man. That's, oh, that's man. what I'm saying. Like, you, it, it's, it's honestly, it really feels like this whole was, uh, production was greenlit in 88. And for some reason, it took them 20 years to actually make the movie. Yeah, so if they're going to do this, why not set it in the 80s, like just after after Predator? Yeah. Because it is meant to be the direct sequel. So do it like 89, as if it's 89, but they don't. It's modern It's, it's sure. um, modern day. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, score, while it's a big hit, was also a, a big miss for me as well. Um, what about the dogs? Well, the dogs are horrible. Like I, I liken it to. Do you remember the original um, Hulk, Ang Lee's Hulk? And they oh, used yeah, the, and the, they had dogs. Yeah, they used the uh, poodles. Yeah. Um, that were on the gamma ray that had been gamma ray poodles, yeah. Hulk poodles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Horrible. Um, I don't well, know. It was like that. <laughs> have you ever gone back to watch Ghostbusters lately? The last yeah, five yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they've got those like evil doggy mm. looking things that come down from Zool. Yep. Um, that, and if you look, if you watch it now, like it's terrible effects. Yeah, but yeah. Not, that's not CGI though, is it? Isn't it puppetry? May, maybe yeah. I can't remember now. But I just remember looking and thinking, ugh. <laughs> but they, I would have almost preferred it be that bad in this film rather yeah. than them attempting to do something good and they're not coming off. Because, but I also didn't get the dogs. The dogs make no sense at all. 
because I thought that you know the predator, as as I'm understanding, is like the the big predators come down Super to predator, yeah. to to do what he needs to do on Earth, and he's brought two big dogs with him that he's going to be a force to reckon with because he's got two big dogs as well. Let's, but they just sort of turn out to be. Nothing. Oh, they don't man. do anything. The they don't dogs. mean anything. Yeah, they're they're annoying. They don't look good. They have no impact on the story whatsoever. And the actual fact that again removes you out of it because one of the dogs ends up becoming their friend because it's been shot in the head by. I'm like, oh man, come on. Yeah, they shoot it in the head, yeah, and, then and then it becomes, it's like, oh, I'm going to be your friend. Yeah, it just doesn't make yeah. sense. And <laughs> the, the other thing, the other thing that really annoys me about this film, and this is the overall story is uh, we've talked about it before, is The Hunt, you know. And um, so we talked about it earlier on. The whole first film is The Hunt. That is it. The, hunt, the Predator, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Predator hunting them and then Arnold hunting the Predator, yeah. right? The whole film is that. This film is uh, nothing to do with that, although they mention that they're, they're the hunter, um, the greatest hunter in the universe a hundred times. Yeah. And then when it comes down to basically the last 20 minutes is the first film. It's like set up to be uh, Olivia Munn and um, uh, Boyd Holbrook's characters are going to take on the super predator, yep. the predator. They do. Yeah. They take him on. This is the super predator that makes a predator, which was in the first film, yeah. look like an ant. Yeah. He basically just rips him apart. So you're like, okay, this dude's serious, right? Yeah. Don't fuck with him. He's still ugly, but don't fuck with him, right? Yeah. And, <laughs> and then these two freaking larrikins kill him, like kind of almost on accident purpose yeah. within about three minutes of the, the end of the film. Yeah. Because it, well, it turns out that basically this super predator has come down to earth because he's chasing one of the smaller predators or the original predators who has uh, stolen something from the planet that could possibly help the humans defeat predators when this some sort of war is coming so this super predator comes down to to try and you know find and kill this predator along the way he finds this merry band of people uh that yeah, he has to a deal bunch with of comedians a bunch yeah. of comedians yeah. <laughs> that he has to deal with as well <laughs> and um yeah I, I, it, who green lit this shit 20th century fox you've got oh, some and, answers you gotta do some answers bro and so the main key to this is because he wants to uh all the predators are starting to synthesize the human dna because they want to take over earth or well, the theory is that they want to take over earth and live on earth so they've been ripping out the spines through all the different films to take dna not yeah. for trophies but then the super predator comes down saves the day what dies but then leaves a present a gift no. It, Doesn't he leave the... It's uh, the younger predator that leaves... The smaller predator leaves all that. The super uh, predator was coming down to kill all of that off. Right. So you didn't even watch... Did you watch the movie? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, as I said, I was removed from about seven minutes into the that's film. A, yeah, but that, that's... So the, the, suit, the big predator was the one that was coming down to kill it all. Oh. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> look... And then the comedians killed him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the professor. And the dog. His own dog helps them kill him. And their own dog, which they shot. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. Anyway, look, I think that 
to settle this, we need to call a since there's a super predator in this, we need to call a super fan. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Who you got in mind? Uh, well, I have a mate, uh, Nathan, who I <laughs> actually <laughs> he grew, said he has a mate. Yeah, I grew up with since kindergarten. Believe believe me. Now this guy has gone on to become a baker. Baker. A glazier, which is someone who works with glass. Uh, for a lot of you out there. Yep. Uh, he then joined the Navy and spent many years in the Navy, and he's now one of New South Wales' finest in the police force. Sounds like Harrison Ford. <laughs> but you can put all of that aside. This guy and I, we discovered movies uh, together all the way yep. through life. He's the guy that I shared most of my experiences with before I met you right. at the, the cinema, and then and still on, you know. He's the one that recommended uh, Rick and Morty to me. Was it just cinema experiences that you shared? Or? And anyway, they, uh, <laughs> he's a very good friend. I think that we should speak to him because I know that he is one of the biggest Predator fans yeah. out there and we'll talk cool. to him about why. All right, I'm excited. Let's get him on the line. Cool. We'll give him a call. Hello. Nathan. Hey, mate. Hey, Sean from the movie guys. How are you? Good, mate. What's going on, mate? Uh, just so you know, you're on uh, you're on a podcast. You're live right now. Fantastic. Good. <laughs> uh, I got I got Jason sitting here as well. You know you know Jason. Hey, Nate. Hey, how are you? Hey, I'm fine. here, mate. How you going? Good, bro. How are you? Good, mate. It's good to hear. Yeah, you too, mate. I miss you. Yeah, congrats on 50 episodes, guys. It's um, oh, thank brilliant. You. You're doing well. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, mate, we've, we've explained to the listeners uh, who you are, you know, uh, Navy boy, glazer, baker, candlestick maker, um, <laughs> yeah. and, and, uh, and obviously a uh, police officer. Um, oh. But And the number four fan of the uh, Predator series in the world. <laughs> now, what I haven't told uh, Jason is uh, that I remember you uh, making some sort of predator mask. That's right. Oh, when was that, and like, why did you do it? How did you do it? So we started making the mask when I was in year eight, and I remember, yeah, I remember talking to you about it. And when we put it together, I um, I got my mum to get the plaster of Paris. You know, the, it's like a bandage that you dip in water and then you oh, wrap yeah. around things in it. Yeah, it makes it makes a cast like for arms and legs. Oh, and stuff. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I I laid back and I had to put straws up my nose and oh. this is how into it. Yeah, this is why I want to know the three people in front of me that, that went to this extent <laughs> to get predator stuff done. But you couldn't buy this is way before you could just get online and buy like a mask. You get you get motorcycle helmets that are, that look perfect now. They look like the real thing. Yeah. But for like a dollar fifty, yeah, I put the sorry mate. Yeah, for like a dollar fifty. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I had to sit out in the sun with the with this thing on my head for about half an hour while it set, <laughs> and then and then it got the shape of my face, and then I built with plaster the mask sort of around it, painted it silver and all that sort of stuff, and yeah. So <laughs> I, I was making the mask way before you could buy them. Yeah, I, I can I can imagine that the only three people ahead of you are people that are getting maybe implants. Yeah, well, I want to see their tattoos printed yeah. all over their bodies. That's why I'll, I'll concede. I'll concede that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Do, do you have a predator tattoo? Negative. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, so so why why predator? Why uh, do you like you know, it so much? It was. What was that, Jay? Yeah, no, it was me. Uh, well, yeah, why do you uh, like it so much? 
you know what? I, can't, I remember it was I was nine when it came out in '87, and I remember just I could not wait. I'd seen one preview for it, and I could not wait. And it came, you know, like typical back then. You guys know all too well. You had to get it from the video store, you know, for five hundred dollars for an overnight hire. <laughs> <laughs> if, if there was if there was a copy available, you know, there'd be, there'd be half a dozen sitting up there. And, yeah. and this is long before you'd get like 50, 60 copies of one movie. There'd be two or three at Video Mania in Chester Hill. <laughs> and, um, no, I, I watched it, and it, you know what? Everything I liked about it was all visual. It was all the just how cool it looked. This this predator was it. Stan Winston is he the guy that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, if you watch the special edition, you see the original Predator was shocking. The Van Damme version looked like a bug crawling around, but <laughs> just the the Predator look. It was it was humanoid. It was huge. You know, it, it was towered over Schwarzenegger. Uh, yeah, Kevin Peter Hall was seven foot something. Yeah, and. Uh, Every every sort of image that he was in was just the coolest looking thing. The special effects, and that, that holds true up until the most recent movie. I think the special effects of it just impressed the hell out of me. Yeah, and it was also at the height of uh, of Arnie's career as well. Like, yeah, it was I was after Commando, I think, and yeah, um, yeah well, after eighty seven was um that was the same year Running Man came out, and they actually yeah. held off Running Man because they knew it would get trumped by um by Predator. So. Predator came out early '87, and they left Running Man until late '87 for that reason. reason. Yeah, right. Yeah, and the amount. So yeah, he was killing it. The amount of lines that you could use in everyday life after it, you know, like get to the chopper and yeah. all that sort of business. <laughs> if it bleeds, you could kill it. Yeah, yeah you can't. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Um, you can't fold his one-liners in that movie. It's brilliant, all of them. You know, stick around, all that sort of stuff. I, I mean, I, in sport, I lived off. Uh, I ain't got time to bleed. For forever, <laughs> you know, someone would break their leg on the field, and you'd walk yeah. up and be like, "I ain't got time to bleed." Yeah. Well, you know, it's a good movie. We're not even the lead character gets one-liners that stick. I mean, Blaine was a you know, he wasn't he wasn't the lead. I mean, he, I'm sure he wished he was. He yeah. talked like he was. So was this um trying to work out the timeline here? Was this before or after Rocky One Two for Carl Weathers? Uh, I think it was. Well, I think it was before because in a, in an interview. Uh, on the set, he's talking about, oh, you know, he gets um, Joel Silver pulls him into his office and he goes, oh, I've got a good movie for you and it's about boxing. He goes, but before that, I want to do this other movie and it's it's, it's about an alien or something like that. So that, I'm not sure if it, he might have made Rocky and then did Predator but already had it booked in. Before. Yeah. I'm not sure. But, uh, I, I think Rocky, he, was, he definitely knew, Rocky was before it, sorry, yeah, because that was a 70s right. thing, yeah. So he, when he did Rocky, he would have definitely known about Predator being on the cards because yeah. he spoke about it in the interview. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, you uh, you went to a, some sort of Q&A for Predator uh, a few weeks back, right? Yeah, well, they had, uh, what is it, um, Event Cinemas had a, original, a screening of the original 87. And a few of us, a few of the guys from work went down there and, uh, and checked it out and they had a couple of people, a guy and a girl that were running it, must have been from the cinema or something, and they were handing out free... Uh, tickets to anyone that could answer the questions oh uh, nice and uh yeah they ran that for about sorry how, yeah how did you go well i got every single answer eventually <laughs> the guys i was with well, they yelled out to him can you just give this guy a ticket he's got every single one right yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and, just give you a yearly was, pass no well yeah no it was just it was only for the one movie but <laughs> i was answering them before they finished the question yeah <laughs> so, you try to get to that number three spot aren't you that's <laughs> right. I need a tattoo. <laughs> but yeah, I scored a couple of tickets. I think the, the one that nailed it for me was they said um, two of the actors from Predator became 
um, governors. Oh yeah, yeah. And was, oh. Yeah, of course it was oh, yeah. Yeah. Jesse so, Ventura. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and Arnie himself. And then I got that one. They've gone. Oh, but okay, because I was entering the guy. But what state? And Te- Arnie was of course California. Yeah. And Texas, right? No, Minnesota. Oh no! Yeah, the body, Minnesota. <laughs> Look at that. There you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> But do you know what, Nathan? Do you know why? I watched uh, Predator 87 uh, probably about three months ago as well, right. and it, it still holds up really, really well, uh, except for the, the dodgy effects on Carl Weathers' shot arm. That, <laughs> yeah, that other than that, it's really good. Yeah, it holds up really well. I think I yeah. think a lot of it's got to do with it's all sort of in the jungle, and it's, it's no uh, and like practical those effects. Things that age. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, so you saw, you've seen the new film, obviously, The Predators, The Predator, sorry, yeah. sorry, I'm yeah. mixing up, there's so many titles that are about the same, um, what did you think? No, look, I'm, I'm easy to please when it comes to Predator stuff, I know that because <laughs> I've learned so much about it, you can pick anything apart if you're a real fan, like, uh, you the, call, that we AV. call that forgiving, you're a very forgiving fan. Yeah, I am. I, I don't. I, if I sat there and said, "Oh," uh, the, and I did with the first the AVP when it came out, and it was in you know, under the ice caps. And if anyone knows about predators, they they're drawn to the heat. I mean, it's a big <laughs> thing about them. Yeah. And I just could not get over the fact that it was yeah. in the under the polar ice cap. I don't know how <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't still, get past the, the that. Cast members still walking around with jackets on. It's obviously still cold in there. Uh. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. The, 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 Jump. Yeah, yeah, completely. <laughs> but if you if you think like that, I've got every movie, every scene, I could pick something apart. Yeah, I, I wish I wish more DC fans were like you, uh, <laughs> you know, like forgiving uh, for their. Well, you know what? They'll, they'll probably like this movie because I got the when I watched it, it had a very um, DC feel to it. You know, you kind of I don't want to give away any spoilers, but you kind of it, it doesn't have a bonus scene after the credits, but it has a final scene that looks like it was just tagged on. <laughs> and, <laughs> You know, I think you, you probably know it. You've seen it. Have you both, both seen it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. You yeah. know what I'm talking about, you know, where they go in there and then there's that, that one little extra bit at the end. I'm like, well, that's just – where the hell did that come yeah. from? You you can actually talk about it here because we are in our um, spoiler territory. So um, people know that they've actually hit spoiler territory when they get to you. Oh, good. Okay, so big spoiler alert, everyone. Well, the, the freaking Predator suit. So well, everybody can be a Predator now. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – I mean, seriously, is, is, tell me that is not Iron Man on steroids. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, it is the writer and director of Iron Man 3. Right, Shane Black. Yes. I mean, I think he's just, maybe he's trying to tie them together. Maybe Iron Man versus Predator, I don't know. Well, what, <laughs> what happens from here? Do they, do they go hunting the Predators? Well, there's, there's so much, you know, little fan theories and stuff that I've read about, like there's a war that's going to happen and... Yeah, that's that's our secret weapon. But I mean, there's only one of them. There's so only one. one predator. <laughs> yeah. versus Unless they go and find planet. Tony Stark, and Tony Stark then makes <laughs> more. Yeah, well, he could have made it anyway. Who, who says it's better than the than the Iron Man suit? Anyway? That's true. Exactly right. <laughs> hey, Nate, were you secretly hoping that uh, when the uh, chamber was opened, that Arnold Schwarzenegger would pop out? Oh, <laughs> no, I um, I, I heard that he was supposed to do a cameo, and he. And he he backed out of it. I was but hoping it was. Yeah. Yeah, I was. <laughs> it was supposed to be the scene at the end of the helicopter. You know what? I was. I was hoping he um, just popped up somewhere. But anywhere, I wouldn't have cared. Just to see him pop in for one line would have been great. But yeah, we got we got Peter Keys' son. So was it uh, Jake? Bu- What's his Busey? The yeah, the Busey. Yeah, yeah. Jake Busey. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> that, he. They don't say it in the film, I don't think. But it, it's actually he's playing his um, 
his real father's son. So I thought, that, I thought at least that was pretty cool. He's in it for a few minutes. He's in it for you. Hey, uh, all right, pop quiz. Um, okay. Six, six to one on the uh, the films. Six the worst, oh, one the best. List them. Oh, okay. Um, oh, well, the worst. Okay, worst I'll give AVP, the first one. The first one, okay. But, well, the first one bothered me. It, it just, I, that's when I couldn't get over <laughs> yeah, the ice caps. And then, yeah, then Re- Requiem yeah. was after that because you can't, you can't do M-rated. I mean, that was a little bit gory. It was, it was fair enough, but the Predator yeah. was supposed to be vicious, you know. Then I'll put, um, okay, so from there I'll go Predators, plural. Yeah. Then I'll put the latest one in, so the Predator, which, yep. you know, I, like I said, I'm not picky. I, I think it was great. It's good special effects. The storyline was difficult to follow and there was a lot of, you know, fan errors, I'll call them. Yeah. But then <laughs> then Predator 2, then Predator 1. Okay. okay. Sean, if you remember at school, I was always all about Predator 2. That yeah, no, I, I remember watching, um, well, one particular scene in it where uh, the, the camera is basically coming from a long, long way away looking at a building and then it comes into the building and there's a woman making love to a man. And that was the closest thing I had to adult films. Uh, was that with the heat sensor on? <laughs> no, no. no it's, um, that was just the cameraman having fun. Uh, yeah, exactly. I don't even think they were part of the movie. <laughs> no, but, um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I used to like Predator 2 when I was younger, but as, as I've gotten older, going back and watching them again, I, I much more enjoy uh, number one. Yeah, I can watch that for more sure. over and over. But, I agree. Yeah. Awesome, man. All right. Well, look. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, hopefully, we're going to get you uh, in with us soon. We're going to we're going to talk cop films. Oh yeah, I love that. Oh yeah, that's um, that'd be, yeah, that'd be a blast. Yeah. <laughs> we, we we've had a, a fireman on the show before to talk about you know sort of backdraft and things like that. Yeah. Uh, right. Because we like we don't want to debunk things, but you know we want you to say whether that's realistic or not, or how it would happen, you know that sort of stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Look, when I mean you're talking about different countries, uh, police forces too. So obviously, mostly American, but yeah, I've done a, I've been over there a few times. I've done a few ride-alongs, so it's oh, cool. not it's not all that different. I, like I can sort of spot out the way I, they really would do things and what they wouldn't do. I think most of the difference between American and Australia is you just every with every single scenario you would just say no, we wouldn't shoot them. <laughs> no, the, the other, no. The only other difference is between America and Australia is Will Ferrell in the other guys. <laughs> yeah, he's very, he's very realistic. <laughs> All right, mate. Thank awesome, you. Man. Thanks for your time. Happy to help, guys. It's good to talk to you again. Yeah, yeah definitely, man. man. And uh, we'll speak soon. All right, mate. Take it easy, guys. See you, man. See Take care. See ya. Bye. Right. Well, that was lovely. Yeah. Uh, as you can see, big fan. Oh my gosh! Yeah, number four. I reckon with our help, he could get into the top three. <laughs> I was, well, I was thinking the whole time because I know that you love to make like anacondas and things like that, and I know that you're currently working on a project that you'll uh, you'll re- yeah, reveal reveal soon. soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you had to lay back and paper mache your face in, what, the, in the sun, yeah, in the sun, yeah. <laughs> risking life and limb and death, <laughs> what would you what would you do? Well, do you know what's funny? Um, I have a fascination with the Predator mask as well. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. yeah. But look, I, I think my favourite mask would probably be Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th. Okay, but, and that's more rubber thing, isn't it? Yeah, but, but um, yeah, plastic, yeah. Uh, but 
Yeah, I love the Predator mask. I think it's a very iconic. It is cool, isn't it? Cool, there's, yeah. uh, there's a place in New South Wales in Australia called Newtown, and there's a um, uh, a Thai restaurant, which is huge. I can't remember what it's called, but they have all of these uh, metal... Uh, oh, yeah, toys I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a life-size Predator yeah. in there. If you go to Comic-Con and Supernova, yeah. that they have a stall. Um, oh, really? Is it called number 69? think and they make all these um i've, I've got a couple all actually. that sort of stuff yeah so um next time we go to comic con i'll show you it's, it's yeah. amazing what they have they have predator alien and you know uh, wally and all that stuff made out of like metal yeah. oh brilliant oh, i'll definitely have a look all right well we're at the end of our review and there's only one thing left to do oh, what is that and that is to rate our six to one predators Oh, top six. Are you allowing me to have six? You're allowed. Cause I, mainly because around. I know that you can't go any further than that because uh. there are only six <laughs> films in the uh, universe. All right. Uh, how are we going to do this? Uh, well, I, you know, I think you just rattle them off. Right. If there's any discussion, uh, cool. once we get through, we'll, we'll do it. Mine are easy. I've got uh, AVP2, Alien vs. Predator, Requiem at number six. Alien vs. Predator at number five. That's the first one. I have... Um, Predator, uh, I have uh, The Predator at number four. I have Predator 2 at number three. I have Predators at number two and Predator at number one. Well, that's good. I mean, the only uh, mix for switch me out. is switch out is uh, I've got The Predator at number three and Predator 2 at number four. Uh, yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I just dropped Predator yeah, 2 and down I could, one. Yeah, well, I could easily have it that way too. Yeah. yeah. And, and if I watch – the thing is it, I went to watch all of the Predators, uh, you know, where we are, so just so I could get, get a feel for the whole universe again before yeah. I went to see uh, Predator. You can't get it anywhere unless – on streaming anyway, unless you want to go and uh, buy the film or rent it again, which, you know, in a world where streaming is one of the major ways you watch things, I don't understand why it's not on any of the... Yeah, it's a bit weird for me too. But having said all that, uh, the latest The Predator is actually still a fairly easy watch. I've been tearing it apart all all, um, review. But at the end of the day, it's actually a fun watch. It's an easy watch. It's just flawed. So you can pick it apart. If you just want to put something on that's a bit of a no-brainer, this is probably easier to watch than most of The Predators with exception to the original. You You've heard saying? it here first, folks. I think I've won this argument. I think oh, he's uh, <laughs> he's come around. No. Uh, uh, no, that's great. Uh, yeah, I'm the same, except head out and see it at the cinema. Take the chance, you know, and, and just expect something light. You've heard all the bad reviews, so that's great. You've got no expectations. Just head out there, watch it with no expectations, and I think you will get some fun out of it. For me, Shane Black has a lot of uh, catching up to do after this film. He he needs to come back with an absolute ripper for me to be a fan again. That's harsh. <laughs> Out of all the good work that he has put, there's one film that you don't agree with. You're like, that's it. He's dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> you only get one chance, man. Oh, DC fans, people. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. See you later. Thanks for listening. We out. Bye.